जन दृष्टवा मना संस्पर्श जन स्पर्श जन दृष्टवा भोगन स्वामी शिवान्गन शमश्यामी शमशी शिशन शुखमश्यात्मनोपम सर्वे पारतीस्तनु मनो संस्पर्श जन दृष्ट्वा भोगन शमश्यामी शिशन शुखमश्यात्मनोपम सर्वे पारतीस्तनु मना संस्पर्श जन दृष्ट्वा भोगन शप्यामी शिशन सुखम हैप्पीनेस अश्या ऑफ हिम आत्मना ऑफ द लिविंग एंटिटी रूपम द नेचुरल पोजिशन सर्वा 
all iha material activities uparati completely stopping tanuhu the medium of his manifestation mana samsparsajan produced from demands for sense gratification drishtwa after seeing bhogan sense enjoyment shapshyami i am sitting silently thinking deeply about these material activities samvishan entering into such activities translation proposed by Vandesh Labhavar ki jai the actual form of life for the living entities is one of spiritual happiness which is real happiness this happiness can be achieved only when one stops all materialistic activities material sense enjoyment is simply imagination therefore considering this subject matter i have ceased from all material activities and i'm lying down here <coughs> okay listen carefully shilapapa's purport the difference between the philosophy of the mayavadis and that than that of the vaishnavas is explained here in <coughs> both the mayavadis and the vaishnavas know that in materialistic activities there is no happiness the mayavadi philosophers therefore adhering to the slogan brahma satyam jagat mitya want to refrain from false materialistic activities they want to stop all activities and merge in the supreme brahman according to the vaishnava philosophy however if one simply ceases from materialistic activity one cannot remain inactive for very long and therefore everyone should engage himself in spiritual activities which will solve the problem of suffering in this material world it is said therefore that although the mayavada philosophies philosophers strive to refrain from materialistic activities and merge in brahman and although they may actually merge in the brahman existence for want to for want of activity they fall down again in materialistic <coughs> activity arvihya kichena param padam tat patanti adaha thus the so called renouncer unable to remain in meditation med- meditation upon brahman returns to materialistic activities by opening hospitals and schools and so on therefore simply cultivating knowledge that materialistic activities cannot give one happiness that one should consequently cease from such activities is insufficient that's the big point one should cease from materialistic activities and take up spiritual activities then the solution to the problems will be achieved spiritual activities are activities performed according to the order of krishna 
Anukulena Krishnanu Shilanam. If one does whatever Krishna says, his activities are not material. For example, when Arjuna fought in response to the order of Krishna, his activities were not material. Fighting for sense gratification is a materialistic activity. But fighting for, by the order of Krishna is spiritual. By spiritual activities, one becomes eligible to go back home, back to Godhead, and then enjoy blissful life eternity, eternally. Here, in the material world, everything is but a mental concoction that will never give up, never give us real happiness. The practical solution, um, therefore, is to cease from materialistic activities and engage in spiritual activities. If one works for the sake of pleasing the Supreme Lord, Jagya or Vishnu, one is, is, one is in liberated life. If one fails to do so, however, he remains in a life of bondage. Yes. Prabhupada is so clear about this point. There's just two things. You can either serve Krishna or you can serve Maya. That's what clearly Prabhupada explains in this purport. There's not much uh, variety in the material world. You can serve Krishna, TK, or you can serve whatever you want to serve yourself. That is, according to here, Shukam, sense enjoyment, material enjoyment. This is the very reason we are here in the material world, because we want to enjoy separately from Krishna. Material world is a place of material enjoyment that does not give us ultimate happiness, because material happiness it ends in misery. It has a beginning and an end. How many times do you have to tell this ourselves? We speak this all the time, but still we are striving for material enjoyment in the material world. Even though we are showing you this spiritual enjoyment is full of happiness. Shukam, spiritual happiness. Shukam means Shushukam Kartamayapayam. Krishna says the spiritual happiness is blissfully, is blissful, is full of joy. Still, our mind convinces us that there's something else in the material world. That is the problem. And you say, oh, why people are suffering? Why did Krishna make us suffer? Because we want to suffer. Punas charvana charvana nitam. It is mentioned that the material enjoyment, the material world, is simply like the chewing of the chewed. You all know in India, they squeeze the sugarcane juice on the side of the road, right? For a glass of sugarcane juice, they're squeezing. They put through sugarcane, they're squeezing, and then they do it again, squeezing. Every drop of sugarcane juice, they get every drop out of each sugarcane. There's just hardly anything left. And then they throw it on the ground. And then you pick it up, not you, cow. They pick it up. They try to get anything left. 
The guy squeezing, he's making sure there's nothing left in there. That's business, material business. So Prabhupada gives this example, and Krishna also is in the Bhagavatam. We are trying to squeeze that happiness, material happiness. Try to get the last drop, if there's any left. Like if you say, oh, I'm so thirsty, I'm so thirsty. Pani low, pani We're very thirsty in a hot day. Then you come around. Ah, open your mouth. Bang, one drop of water. Hey, give me more. That's material enjoyment. It's never satisfying. You're hankering for happiness because material happiness is never, it's always, you're hankering. There's never enough. And we are all trying that. That's why Krishna created this material world. You can try to be happy separately from Krishna. That's this whole purport. Where is this Mayavadi, impersonalist, or materialist, or a devotee? We are looking for happiness. But we got the real happiness. What do you get from chanting Hare Krishna? Hare Krishna, Hare Ram, Hare Krishna, Tiamila. It's not that you have a million dollars in a bead bag. It's just a bead chanting. What do you get? But that happiness is spiritual happiness. You can get it simply by chanting Hare Krishna. You don't have to work hard. Just sit down in the temple and chant Hare Krishna. Bhagwan Kanam Karo. Last night I did the broadcast on the Tulsi Seva. Um, uh, web uh, in the YouTube channel live one and a half hour they're watching I had questions from uh, India uh, here and uh, questions from uh, Europe so, like, so we're talking about the similar point about happiness how I can improve my chanting how I can uh, give up my uh, desire material desire so I was talking and talking. This is uh, my favorite uh, subjects, material enjoyment. What is there in this world? But still, we go out. Uh, Sometimes we go out in a shopping mall, and city area, you're looking, looking. You come back, your eyes are extremely tired. You haven't bought anything. Nothing. Uh, let's go out, kill the time. Time is killing you. Prabhupada said, every time you have any little bit of time, chant Hare Krishna. You have money, print books. He always encourages us to use our life, our every breath in serving Krishna. You have eyes, look at the beautiful form of Krishna. That's the criteria. The standard of a devotional, devotional life. Devotional life is one who is devoted to Krishna. His life, his soul, his time, his energy, all for Krishna. Of course you have family, you have to work, but you have to somehow balance it with Krishna consciousness. Material life is not everything. Work, work, work and you die? Is that meaning of life? Human life is meant for, it's a human life, it's very sublime, it's spiritual life. It's a life of the spiritual happiness, that we, we, we look for that happiness. 
which we always search out for that happiness, that long eternal happiness, like it's mentioned in this, in this purport. Eternally. Material happiness in the material world, it's, 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 it starts beginning and an end. That's what Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita. So we have to wake up. Jeev Jago, wake up means we have to wake up to the realities of life. What is the meaning of life? Why am I here? What is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of a human existence? What is death? What is, what is after we die? Where do we go? This is the questions a human being should be asking. If we are a cat and dog, they, don't, they can't ask these questions. They don't have that kind of intelligence to go deeper into the importance of human life, of importance of life, life existence, life's existence. Why we are here? Why am I suffering? Why these sufferings are imposed on me? I didn't ask for it. Why is this coming? Nobody wants suffering. Nobody wants to get old and disease. Two years of COVID, nobody wants. They are so hurry to make the, uh, the vaccines because they, they got more sick after vaccines. They didn't really have the solution to the problems. That's what it says here. Solution to the problems of life is to take shelter of Krishna. Take shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna. There's two things. There's two things. You can either look away from Krishna to the material world, or you can look to Krishna for solution. Material world cannot provide the ultimate solution. It only increases the problem. Like Prabhupada gives the example of a, of a fuel. You fuel, you put in the fire to extinguish the fire. It only increases the fire. Sounds good. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Chaitadarpanam Marjanam, the way to, is to extinguish the fire, to cleanse the heart, is through chanting Hare Krishna. Like a root of a tree is so deep, root of a abandoned tree is so, so deep that you can't trace the root because it goes so far. To pull that root, um, this is practically impossible. So therefore, you have to kill the seed before it even begins to sprout. Don't wait till it grows into a big tree and then it becomes a root. Then it's so hard to pull the root out. You have to kill it while it's sprouting. So devotional service is a process, it's a practical application for us to stop that, like it says here, stop that desire to, to sprout. Right in the beginning, pop, cut it. Yeah, don't let it go bigger and expand. Some people say, oh, let's go out, kill the time. Use your time to serve Krishna. Every time I go out, if I have much to do, if I haven't gone to Harinam or something else, if I go out, there's always 
Maya will get you, definitely. So don't gamble with Maya, don't gamble. Maya Dakshina Prakriti, the material nature, Krishna says, is working under my direction. So if you take shelter of Krishna, Krishna can give you all the blessing you need. Material nature, they control us. Satya Guna, Raja Guna, Tamaguna. They bind us in this world, in the material world. Bind with a rope. You can't go anywhere. Like, you have family, you have children. <coughs> There's so much responsibility, isn't it? You have to go to school, and your mother's thinking, oh, my daughter, is she okay? You go to school, oh, kiawa, why is she late? This is constant anxiety. Then you call her, she doesn't answer the phone. Says, oh, where is she, is she okay? Right? Are you thinking, ah, oh, family life? We have to always remember to put Krishna in the center of our life. Without Krishna, we are finished. Like, like in the ocean, there's big, big sharks. You hear all the time in the news that, that, that people get eaten by a shark. And still people go swimming, ah, I chop. Shark gets them every time. Not every time, but just don't gamble. A big shark out there. They're, that's their home. You can't fight with them. No matter how good swimmer you are, they can still chop up your leg. One chomp, wow, it tastes so good. That's their food. You go there, oh, on a holiday, go swim. There's no pleasure in the mature world. You get chewed up by a shark. A shake shelter of Krishna. That's the only shelter. There's no other shelter. Durashraya. It is mentioned Durashraya means no shelter. Ashraya, Durashraya. There's shelter at the feet of Krishna. That's why Krishna's lotus feet, we were looking at the lotus feet of Krishna. They have, you can meditate on Krishna. There's a whole process, how you can meditate on Krishna's form. We look at something and you meditate, you think of that person, think of that object, or whatever it is. It, 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 it deludes us. Even when you're chanting, your mind is focusing on that thing that you, you thought of a day before. It's so hard for us to chant Hare Krishna. That's why the scripture says, look at me. Krishna says, look at me, meditate on me. Chant my name, be sincere about it. I sit down, it's so hard to chant Hare Krishna because you ate too much the day before and you're falling asleep, you couldn't sleep at night. Everything is a struggle. But that struggle for Krishna, for perfection, you want to serve Krishna, you want to make sure that you're awake, that you can hear the holy name when you're chanting it. So this is part of the process. Come in the temple. Sit here in the temple, come together and chant Hare Krishna. This is not difficult in there. We make ourselves difficult. 
process of devotional service, chanting Hare Krishna, associating with devotees, taking prasadam, is all made easy by mercy of Srila Prabhupada. We are making it difficult. Just like yesterday, I went to do a jagya. A devotee bought a home. <coughs> so many devotees came. He goes, ah, oh, we have a home now. But I look at his face. He is full of anxiety. Because he has to pay off that house. It's still not yours. Bank owns it. That's why bank is very rich. Everybody's money, the bank has it. And you lose your job, how are you going to pay the pay, pay off? This is full of uncertainty. We are thinking, ha ha, I'm going, I'm doing fine, man. I'm all good. Everything's fine. That's why people think. You're not fine. So again and again we have to remind ourselves. The process of devotional service, the process of associating devotees, the process of, uh, this is the process, this enlightenment, the path of enlightenment. Full of life, full of joy. That's the process of devotional service. Mature world, on the other hand, is full of ignorance. You sitting here, uh, all of you sitting here, it feels so good. And you go out. People honking on the car, eh, get out of the road. I'll drive you over, swearing at you. People with colored hair, all kinds of stuff. Full of unhappiness. You go to Mayapur, Vrindavan. Why do we go there? Because these are Krishna's places of residence where he performs his pastimes, Leela. We're not going to, we want to get away from uh, big cities. We want to go where we can remember Krishna, where we can meditate on Krishna. So similarly, this temple is here, so we can come here, we can get away from all that uh, madness, a material enjoyment in the material world. We can look at the lotus feet of Krishna, associated with peaceful devotees. So to create that, that transcendental atmosphere in this temple room, no, 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 I don't like it here. You finish quickly and get, get out of here. You, you can't hardly wait to go to the material world. Spend as much time you can here, be devotees. Whenever you have time, think of Krishna. Your home is your own body, your heart. Krishna is residing on consciousness, Krishna consciousness. So, The Vedic plan, Vedic plan for eating recommends that one take jagya shista or prasad, food. Oh, I'm needing something else. Sorry. The difference between the philosophy of the Mayavadis and that of the Vaishnava explained here that both the Mayavadis and the Vaishnavas know that in the material active material activities there's no happiness. Both. This is the point. Everyone is looking for happiness. Do you have a home somewhere in India? Why do you come here? Because we want a better life. We're looking for happiness. So we can have a, a better facility for livelihood. 
But wherever you go, Krishna says, from the top planet in the material world, Brahma Loka, down to the lowest planet, is all our place of misery. Doesn't matter where you go, this is the, the material world. Kabu Narake, Kabu Sarage, Kabu Raja, Kabu Praja. Sometime we are uh, in hell, sometime we are in heaven as a king, sometime we are a poor man or a rich man, sometime you are a king, or sometime you are just anybody. Brahmanda Vanitekoma, Bhagavanji, Guru Krishna, Prasadapai, Bhakti Lavajabis, that the living entities are moving around Brahmanda, planet to planet, universe to universe, looking for their happiness. One somehow gets the mercy of the spiritual master. Kono Bhagavan Jeev, that fortunate soul who gets the seed of the devotional creeper. Bhagavan Jeev, Guru Krishna, he gets the mercy of the Guru. He is the most fortunate soul. And it explained like a turtle in the middle of the ocean. A turtle in the middle of the ocean finds a piece of wood and gets on top and uh, he, he finds a shelter. So, we are in the middle of the material world. We found the shelter of Krishna. We are so fortunate. That is our position. We are the most lucky uh, of devotees. They want to stop all activities and merge in the Supreme Brahman. According to the Vaishnava philosophy, however, if one simply ceases from materialistic activity, one cannot remain inactive for very long, and therefore everyone should engage himself in the spiritual activities. So we're not saying just give up, stop. That's not possible. Our process, our philosophy encourages us to engage ourselves in serving Krishna, whatever we have in serving Krishna. But it is for the pleasure of Krishna. We have this temple, we have uh, whatever we have, material thing, home, because it's for Krishna's pleasure. It's not for you. People say, oh, you Hare Krishna, you, you have a car, you have uh, so many things, you're traveling in the airplane, People criticize. You're a sadhu, you're not supposed to have those things. You live in the forest. But if you live in the forest, who's going to come? Prabhupada was living in Vrindavan. But he left, he went to New York. Why sadhus go to New York? That's not the place. Supposed to go to in Himalaya or live in Vrindavan. In America, what for? Because that's where the people are mostly ignorant to give the transcendental knowledge. For himself, he was detached. He utilized all this thing, facility, to serve Krishna, to attract people to Krishna. That's preaching. If I did the Bhagavatam class right now, and then he said, ha, okay, garme chalo. You go home now after class. Next time there'll be no one coming, because you, you want prasadam after class. So Prabhupada made this system, this, Kirtan, program, pravachan, talk, and then prasad. The idea is to sit here and listen about Krishna. Sometimes people call, what time is the food ready? We say it starts at 4.30 in the morning. 
They don't believe it. We don't tell them, oh, it's nine o'clock. They only come at nine o'clock. We have to go through the whole program to get that prasadam at nine o'clock. There's one lady sits outside. She has matted hair like this. In the middle of summer, she's wearing a blanket. It's so hot. I don't know what's wrong with her. So she comes every day for breakfast, lunch. Every time there's prasadam, she's there. So one day, I wasn't kind of a, I wasn't in a good mood. So I told her, the pusharam for breakfast is for the people attending the program. So I hit the road. <laughs> she left. And then she, after some time she came for the pusharam. I didn't say anything. So it's for everybody. Be kind. So I told her, you just come in here. You don't have to do anything. Just come in the temple room and sit down. Listen to the class. And at the end, he didn't do any hard work. He's just sitting in the class. And he just go, after the class, you get a plate of prasadam like this. It costs 50 bucks or more. We're giving for free. All she has to do is sit here. And listen, she preferred to sit outside. I said this prasadam was for the people who attend in class. I was a hit the road now. And she left straight away. And then she came back. So, so Prabhupada gave us this program. It's not a difficult thing. All you have to do is a very blissful program. We come in the temple, we're singing and dancing, which everybody wants to do. Sing and dance. When you sing and dance, when you're happy. So this whole process of Krishna consciousness is to raise us in the, to the platform of Brahmana, to the platform of Vaishnava, to the platform of ultimate happiness. And we say, no, 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 that is not for me. Okay, go. Work like a donkey, go out. So this, read a little bit again. For want of activity, they fall down again. Prabhupada is talking about the Mayavadi. Aruya krichena param padam tata patanti ada. Thus the so-called renouncer, unable to remain in meditation upon Brahman, returns to materialistic activities by opening hospital and schools and so on. So the impersonalists, they want to give up everything. What is there to give up? Ask yourself, what is there to give up? Because everything is Krishna's already. Nothing that you can give up. Ha ha, I give up. Why do you give up? It's not yours anyway. Like I said, that person yesterday, Dr. Jagya, <coughs> bought the home, but somehow we think it's my home. Even though it's, you have to pay the bank. Instead of paying rent, you're paying the bank. Maybe just 10 years before you die, then you own it. What are you giving to your children? That's, that's okay. But the point is, for a little bit of happiness, there's so much hard work. You know the food, like this vegetable okra. You know okra. India, they love okra. Me too. You know, you have to put the seed there, then the plant, then the okra grows, then you pick the okra, somebody has to collect it, go to the supermarket, buy it, unless you have your own garden.
when I first joined the ISKCON in Mayapur, they didn't have the speakers, they didn't have microphone. And we used to shout at each other. <coughs> and if you want to make a call to America from India in the 70s, you have to book, book a call. You remember? Anyone from that time? You have to book a call. And you get your call, you go on a line. Three days later, you can call America. And I remember uh, the white devotees, they're calling America from one building. You can hear from, from the road, hello, can you hear me? <laughs> that was those days. <coughs> so, so you cook the okra, so much work, somebody has to grow it, and it takes so long to grow, and then before you, you can pick it, maybe a goat ate it, there's no okra left on the plant, you have to put a fence, right? And somehow <coughs> people come steal it because okra is soft, it's very sweet, they eat it. And then <coughs> um, you go to the supermarket, and then it's because it's from India, it's very expensive. You buy a little bit, and there's so much hardship just to eat that okra damn thing. And then you eat, ha ha, Dominikriya Kaliya, bas. Oh, I ate too much. So the enjoyment is so limited. More work, less enjoyment. And spiritual life, the enjoyment is, is right from beginning, there's enjoyment. You can chant Hare Krishna, it doesn't cost anything. When you go Harinam sometime, we see the dogs, they go, how, how, how? We said, <laughs> maybe they are chanting Hare Krishna. They can't repeat it. And some people are two arms, hey, Hare Krishna, get a job. But the dogs go, how, 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 how? They chant Hare Krishna, they're better than those people, I reckon. <laughs> Srila <laughs> Prabhupada was on his way to uh, Mayapur. They had a uh, lunch. There's a garden on the way to Mayapur. So they all sat down and they had a lunch. And Prabhupada, he took a rasagulla. He threw it like that. And they all thought, what's he doing? And a dog got it in the air. Chow! They're very good at catching. And we got the news a few days later, the dog died. He went back to got it. Got got Mahaprasharam from the hands of Srila Prabhupada. We had one dog here, the Mataji's dog, Goharinam. Uh, they made him go on Harinam every time, this Harinam. So his legs were sliding off, because too much walking. <laughs> he couldn't walk anymore. The last two days before, I said, this, this dog's going to die soon. So, uh, they said, get up, walk, go on Harinam. You can hardly walk. Yeah. So that dog went back to Godhead for sure. And I bought gulab jaman for the Harinam. The dog wasn't eating anything. He had three gulab jaman. Next day he died. <laughs> Maybe he had too much gulab jaman. <laughs> Maybe you guys will die too much too. Don't eat too much sweet rice, halava, all this thing we're giving. And here we have a custard. You know they have custard? They bring to restaurant buckets and buckets, five buckets of custard. So the first time I had custard in India, way back, that was 1980. 1980. So we all go to sleep, the Gurukul boys, they go to sleep in the veranda, which is very hot in Bindavan. Eight o'clock we have to go to sleep, very strict. <coughs> There's 
So there's some teacher who they go around, they're checking, make sure we all sleep. So, and nine o'clock, they'll be eating custard in the kitchen. And you can see from the veranda, they're drinking custard. I didn't know what custard was. So nine o'clock, I say, hey, and we saw the light. I said, I came down, I got up. The teachers wasn't checking. So they gave me a cup of custard. I said, wow, this is fantastic. Give me a bit more. And I, had, I was having, that's the first time I had custard. I came here, there's like, I didn't want to look at the custard. <laughs> you can take a bath in it, it's so much. <laughs> they, somebody, they had this big bucket of custard and they dropped it, the whole thing went on the ground like a river. And somebody slipped in it. Custard all over the dhoti. <laughs> Complete madness. So, you want enjoyment, there's plenty here, material enjoyment. So, in our temple, there's no shortage of enjoyment. So much food here. You know, before I came here, like way back in the 80s, uh, and I found like a hundred rupee on the, on the ground in Krishna Balaram Mandir. I took it, I said, ah, I'm rich now. <laughs> like, straight away went to the Mishti Dukan, you know, shop where they sell the sweets. So they have a, a Krishna Balaram shop, and they sell rubbery, you know rubbery? And uh, 40 rupees at that time, it's very expensive for, a, for a, K, a one liter of rubbery, because they used to make it from our Gosala cows. So I always really wanted to eat rubbery and so difficult to get. And people are very, devotees are very like stingy. They would never want to give you one drop. And they buy, they drink it themselves. They never share. I said, this is, this is not correct. So I was thinking, maybe that's the standard. So I found this 100 rupee. I said, like, I'm going to get the, all the rubbery today. So I said, all the rubbery you have given to me. <laughs> so I had one liter of rubbery. And I went behind Krishna Balaram Mundi. I drank it all, every drop. I was like, wow, this is the goal of life. I was so happy. Then I got sick. <laughs> he drank that much rubbery. Like, I can't go to the class, can't chant japa. And rubbery was coming from everywhere. <laughs> it was so bad. So, you know, enjoyment is there, but it's, you have to moderate yourself. Sense enjoyment, moderate. And somebody comes, I remember, they made us serve prasadam to all the adults. I said, we are small kids, don't make us serve. And we're fasting half a day. So I said, no, no, this devotional, you have to learn the, the service attitude. You have to serve the Vaishnavas, elderly uh, devotees. And they said, give me more, give me more. I was going, oh, yeah, lay low. Like, we're not in a good attitude. And you cow. <laughs> So I was not in a good attitude to serve them. He said, give me more. So I said, I'm hungry, I don't want to serve you. Yeah. So, so I made a huge plate like this, almost looked like Govardhan Hill, huge. And I was thinking, I'm gonna sit down, and I'm gonna eat all that. So there was so much prasadam. So I sat down, everything ready, and sat down to eat. Half away, I was full, I can't eat anymore. So they said, the teacher said, once you touch, you're contaminated, you have to eat every bit of it. So I said, I can't finish, I can't eat anymore, I'm full. But your eyes are bigger than your stomach, you took so much, you have to finish it. 
I said, okay, you'll give, I need three hours to finish. So I'm eating slowly, slowly, and the, my teacher was sitting in front of me. He wanted to make sure I eat every drop, every bit. So eating slowly, slowly, three hours. And he, was he went to sleep there. He couldn't, I was doing it purposely to eat slowly. He wanted to make me eat, okay, you have to sit there for three hours. So my point is we are not the enjoyer. We think we are the enjoyer. Krishna is the enjoyer. Bhaktaram Jabbatapasam Sarvaloka Mahishram. Krishna says, I am the enjoyer. Bhakta. No, 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 I am the enjoyer. How many roti can you eat? You eat ten roti? I said, I told the Mataji, I went to one home, Gujarati home. I said, Mataji, you're going to be sweating today. Because I'm going to eat so many roti, you're going to be just rolling and rolling. So I ate up to 25. She said, come on, you said you're going to make me work hard. She made hundreds of rotis. I had 25 roti and I was full. Oh, I can't eat anymore. So we're not the enjoyer. Krishna is the enjoyer. By Krishna's mercy, we can breathe. By Krishna's mercy, we can we can do so many things we want to do. By His mercy, uh, the hair is growing on your head. I remember one guy, he had really nice hair. Then, then I found out he, has, he was wearing a wig. <laughs> there was nothing there. Krishna doesn't wear a wig, I mean maybe for, for dressing. Krishna is known as Navayovanam. When he was 125 years old, he looked like a 16-year-old boy, young. If we, if we are 125 years old, there is nothing left. He'd be like, eh. you can't eat, you're, you're in the bones. So I said, I don't want to live for 125 years old. I want to die early so I can do service. Who wants to live for so long? Trees can live very long too. They're standing there all day, inactive. So the idea is that we have to always remember that Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. And our business is to serve Krishna. I wrote by mistake to somebody, some not a devotee. I wrote a letter, I said, uh, at the end of the letter, he said, your servant. I said, your servant, Prabhav Das. I forgot that this person is not devotee. They said, I'm not, you, you're not my servant. You're my friend. Why are you writing servant? I said, oh, sometime in the Indian culture we write it. I, I forgot that she, they're not devotee. So we are servant of Vaishnavas. We're servant of Krishna. If you want to be served, there's no pleasure in getting the serve. If you serve someone, there's more pleasure. Because that pleasure is very subtle. So subtle than the subtle is spiritual pleasure. When you serve Krishna. When you serve Krishna, when you serve your guru, when you serve the Vaishnava, they just smile at you. That smile, that happiness is so much more than any material enjoyment. Just like um, sometimes people ask me, did 
Shri Prabhupada give you special instruction? I said, no, he didn't. If I'm a small boy, he's not going to give me deep instructions. So people sometimes they ask me. So one person, he said, Prabhupada didn't give him any deep instructions, but they said, what do you do for Prabhupada? He said, not much. He said, one time, just one time, Prabhupada was coming, the Swamiji Prabhupada. He was coming, and he opened the door for him. That's not much. And so Prabhupada looked at him and smiled. And he said, that smile is a lifetime of inspiration. Because of the smile, I'm still here today serving. Uh, he said that. So sometimes we just need a, a simple encouragement. Hare Krishna, Vodacha, ah, so good. Just is some spiritual encouragement. So Krishna is always here smiling at us. We are here, there, running, driving here, going there, doing so many things. Krishna is here every day, playing flute. Krishna is in your heart. Ridesha Arjuna Tishtati. He is watching. When are you going to turn to me? When are you going to serve me? When are you going to come to me? Well, I used to make life member in India. You know, life member? He make people a member of ISKCON. So, in Calcutta. So, this person I used to go. He said, no, no today he's not here. Sometimes they're lying. They're there. They don't want to see me. So, come back tomorrow at this time. So, I came back. I said, no, no, no. He, he come back the next day. Yeah, he, he is now busy. He come back. So, I was coming back and forth, back and forth. One day I came, everybody in the house was crying. They said, yeah, what? They said, he died. So he didn't want to see me. I just, all I want to tell him, become Krishna's member, ISKCON member, become a devotee, Chan Hare Krishna's. He was delaying and delaying and delaying. So you never know. When the opportunity comes to serve Krishna, when the opportunity is given to us by the mercy of the spiritual master, the guru, we embrace it, accept it with happiness. So this whole movement is a process Prabhupada gave us to, to enhance in spiritual life, to progress in spiritual life. But he said, no, 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 never will come. We could die anytime. Uncertainty. Material world is a place of uncertainty. Look for that happiness, the shushuk, shokam, spiritual happiness. Strive for that happiness. That happiness you cannot get in this world. The material happiness is, is so limited and temporary. They give ice cream to some kids, small kids, they eat ice cream. They'll eat long time, just a little bit of ice cream. They lick on it, they make it last for one hour. You give me half, one second, I finish. Because our desire is to enjoy for a long time. We have that natural desire. Eternity. Imagine I give you ice cream, ah, you can, you'll never finish. You can eat forever. So you put it away before sleep, you lick on it, you go to put it, wake up, it's there, it doesn't melt. One time I was in Bali. So I bought ice cream, and it fell, by mistake it fell, it's on the ground. 
And it was a very hot day. One hour later, I came back, it's still there, it didn't melt. They said, too much chemical inside. <laughs> so you're not eating ice cream, you're eating chemical. Spiritual happiness is eternal, not like that chemical ice cream. You know, people say, uh, what's for dessert or ice cream? Don't eat it. Because after you eat food, you eat ice cream, you put the fire out. You know, fire, digest your food. You can have a gulab jamun or some sweet. No, 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 ice cream, that hell. You're going to put your fire out. All the pashara meat. So just be careful. When you get older, you have to worry about these things. So my point is, we're looking for that happiness that lasts long. Eternal happiness. Forever. Enjoyment forever. Sorry. You can't get it here. Look to Krishna. That happiness. You go to the Hare Krishna Mandir, you can get a big plate of prasadam. I, was, I grew up in, in Bengal, and I always wanted to go to the temple because they give prasad. But in India, they give this much. They go, oh, Hare Krishna, let of us. So I want more. I go to Iskon. We here give you so much prasadam, we fill up your belly, so you have no chance to go to eat McDonald's. Or somewhere. Because here we want to make sure that you get full mercy of Krishna. No chance of another place for, you know, look, look elsewhere. You have to take shelter of Krishna. When Prabhupada was here, the story was there in Lilamrita. Prabhupada made Gulab Jaman. In India, Gulab Jaman is so sweet, you eat one, you will faint. Which is so, it uh, goes in your head like poison. <laughs> like, so, Prabhupada didn't make that sweet. So he made Gulab Jaman this size, mouth size. Big bowl of Gulab Jaman, he kept at the side of the door. He, he has a reason for that. So the people are joining the temple. So this is Brahmananda Swami. He joined Iskon. He's thinking, oh, I don't like his Hare Krishna anymore. I want to leave. So when he was going, he saw this big bowl of Gulab Jaman. There's a trick, like a trap. Prabhupada put a trap there. He said, wow, that looks good. He took one and said, wow, this is amazing. And he ate one, two, three, up to ten. And then he was sleepy. So he went back in to sleep. That's how he became a devotee. Because he didn't want to go. He stayed inside. So the idea is somehow we have to make people Krishna conscious. Trick, trickery. So, enjoyment is to give us, bring us closer to Krishna. But the spiritual enjoyment, material enjoyment cannot bring closer to Krishna. I remember one time I was a Gurukul boy, small Gurukul boy, so we went to one sannyasi in his room. Uh, he wanted to see the boys. So when we were talking, they bought, we eat very simple pacharam in Gurukul, discipline, not heavy food. So for the sannyasi, they bought garam garam halava lekayaya, like a hot halava, and it was like seeming, you can see the smoke coming. And hot puris, so everyone's going, ah, like we're lusting over the food. So you should not eat in front of a hungry kid. But he didn't know that. So he said, when you become a sannyasi like me, you can also eat. 
I said, I, I was thinking, I didn't become sannyasi to eat like that. <laughs> so he was eating all that, all the hot halava and puri in front of us. But then we heard he got sick later because we all going, mm. so you have to eat privately. If people look at your food, you can get sick. So to be careful, like everything we do, we have to do in consciousness. How we eat, what we say, what we do, how we associate with each other, how much food we eat. Just be careful. Because our main uh, uh, goal, our main reason for being here is to, how to become Krishna conscious. Not we eat so much that you can't even get up. There's no room to even breathe. I, mean, I remember uh, I, I was eating one time, was like, you know, Baruni juice, Balaram appearance day. So we had a, I was traveling in Europe, and uh, me and other boys, we had Baruni juice contest. So they, they put a cup like this, filled it up. Just two of us, me and three blood. They put cup, very, very, it's like toxics. It's full of cream, milk, sugar, honey, and it's so sweet. If you have one drop, it's ah, okay. They fill it up, it's a, next one, I like 10 cups. And we're, both of our in agony. So it's painting here, we lay down the side. Then start painting here, lay on this side. Then start painting here, then we lay on the back. Then was painting in the back, we lay on the belly. Everywhere is painting. We didn't know what to do. They said, you can't vomit it out because it's prashadam, it's offensive. So, so they said, you go and jump in the, in the lake, so cool down. So we did, but it didn't help. So we had agony for three hours. After three hours, it felt better. So we're thinking you're enjoying, same thing. We end in misery. So therefore, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that not too much, not too little. Everything should be taken in moderation. Not too much sleep. Uh, you know, we go to sleep. I remember I didn't get enough sleep because we wake up, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, three in the morning, then six o'clock in the morning, because you wake up so early. I was always tired in the class. Sometime doing the food, I'm sleeping. My face inside the rice. Yeah, they said, ah, Haribol, wake yourself, you know, full from the back, sharam all over the face. So tired. So I said, I'm going to sleep today, all day, I don't care. I'm going to sleep six o'clock, I'm going to sleep all day. So and I went to sleep, and the sun was setting. I said, wow, it's early in the morning. But I said, you know, it's getting dark, but actually the sun was setting, I slept through the whole day. And I felt so tired, because if you sleep daytime, it will make more tired. So they say, daytime if you want to sleep, just sleep for 10-15 minutes. So that gives you more energy. But if you sleep hours and hours, you're going to wake up, the eyes will be out here. Yeah. You'll be so tired, like, ah. Uh. What happened? I wake up in the morning, uh, it doesn't happen. But daytime sleep is going to make me more, more tired. So everything has its place. Eat less because you want to serve Krishna. He eat this much of pusharam. He said, wow, so good. It was 10 o'clock at night. 
Our Indian people, they're always eating so late. And everybody's sleeping in the morning. When we are chanting Japa, Hare Krishna, they're all sleeping. In Gujarat, nobody sleeps before midnight. They said that's the culture. We don't sleep before 12. I'm just saying. So, you have to see what is the reason for us to be here, to, to practice Krishna consciousness, to, to follow the regulatory principles. We are here to serve Krishna. If that's gonna, if that's gonna be disturbed, if we're not gonna be able to chant Hare Krishna nicely and serve Krishna, then cut down your enjoyment. Eat less. That's why we have Ekadashi, Janmashtami, fasting days. Some people, they follow Ekadashi, every Ekadashi, not even water. You know, I said, Ekadashi is the worst thing for me. When I first joined, I said, I like everything about Hare Krishna, it's gone, uh, not Ekadashi. Because <laughs> it's such an austerity. In those days in India, Ekadashi was like, oh, it's so, Pusharam was like, here we look forward to Ekadashi. But the idea of, of following any principles of fasting or anything, we have to make sure to increase our japa, to increase our love for Krishna, to increase our devotion for Krishna. Not, oh, today is Ekadashi, so I can eat so much. Itna kana khayega. Right? Not like that. Do what is necessary to please Krishna. Do what is necessary so you can increase your love for Krishna. Not something that's gonna, gonna make you, uh, blocks your serving Krishna. So that's how we have to see. So the whole process of Krishna consciousness, enjoyment is there, but it's for preaching. For us, like Sudama Bipra. His wife says, you know, you, your friend is Krishna. He's the owner of Dwarka. Go ask him. He can help you. He can give you money. He said, no, no, I don't go to Krishna for money. I'm going to serve Krishna. I want to love Krishna. She was saying, come on, go. Look, why I'm wearing a torn sari. Go and ask. He said, okay, okay, I'll go. Like you, uh, go, get a job. Get, you're not making earning enough money. Get a second job. Get a chokidar at night. You know, bring more. All this stuff, right? So, so much hardship. So, he went to see Krishna. He didn't even ask Krishna for anything. But Krishna knows our heart. So, he went back. He can't even recognize his heart because his heart is transformed into a palace of gold. He said, you stay here. I'm going to stay in the hut. I don't like this. I want to remain in a, in a humble a situation where I can serve Krishna in a, in a simpler way. So we're not attracted to wealth. We're attracted because it's, it's Krishna's. But for ourselves, we, we, we are attracted to serving Krishna. Now some people think if we become Krishna's devotee, everything is gone. Hare Krishna, Hare Ram, all the, you go to the bank, all your money is gone suddenly. It's not like that. If you have a million dollars in the bank, if because you chant Hare Krishna, it doesn't mean all the money has disappeared suddenly. It's all there. Krishna will protect that money you have. It's not... You can have a million dollars, so you go down upstairs now to take prasadam. If I give you a million dollars, you can't do anything with it. Be one kichiri. Right? Salad. You want prasad. 
You can eat money. So what Krishna has given us is more than money. Be, by his mercy, you can digest your food. By his mercy, you can breathe. You can buy uh, air with money. So what Krishna has given us is so much superior to any material things can offer us. So this is the purport how we can understand practically. I give these simple examples to make us understand that spiritual life is superior to any material enjoyment. Like, for example, people get married. Before, like it always puzzled me, before you, one village, the other guy's other village, maybe somebody in Australia, somebody in India, so far away, and suddenly you were with them. Like, who the hell are you? You know, like, suddenly you were someone you don't even know. Like, really puzzles me. And then you're stuck with this person that he, he, he come from another family, way in India, here in Melbourne, and then suddenly you're together. And then you have, suddenly you have so much headache. You have to pay the bill. Suddenly you can't give the money to yourself to share. It just becomes, the, the, the problem becomes like huge. But people love it. That's family life. You don't have to do it. You can just skip that. Skip. They're always writing in computer. Skip. I just block it. Just be brahmachari. It never, there's no such thing as brahmacharini. You know, when I first came to Australia in the 1980s, they have brahmacharis and brahmacharini. All same ages. Hare Krishna, Hare Maharaj, Hare, you know, like there was too much interactions. Same age. But there's brahmacharini and brahmacharis. There's ashram. The ashram has rules and regulations that you have to adhere to, have to follow the principles for the better of us, so we can serve Krishna. You go to the school and university, hi, hi, everybody's like, it's too much interactions. Hi. <laughs> what nonsense. There's no whatsoever any discipline. To be a good human being, you have to have discipline. Okay, say hey. <laughs> Alright? Don't think I, I can speak Hindi too. And that starts. Problem starts. What looks nice in the beginning, at the end, it changes its flavor. Yeah? It tastes like nectar in the beginning and it's poison at the end. That's material enjoyment. Okay, so hey, ah, come here, I'll just put a knife on you. He <laughs> said, oh, thanks. See you later. It was too late. Think about everything. Make yourself Krishna conscious. That's more better. Make your family Krishna conscious. Put Krishna in the center. Non-violent. Peace, Shanti. You're not going to get Shanti in the material world. Ashanti. Well, I was born in Shantipur. You heard of Shantipur? It's near Mayapur. But it's full of Ashanti there. <laughs> there's no Shanti. Ashanti. In the 70s, any Iskon bus went by, they threw a rock at it. There's better now, relations. So I was born there. They said, Hare Krishna, oh, throw a rock. <laughs> Iskon. 
All my friends are these Sahibs, throw rock. But we, we are better now. We saw what Iskon do, and we, we have a better relation with Iskon. So, this material Shanti, there's no happiness here. We want happiness? Chan Hare Krishna. Mala uh, Udharagdo. Mera, mera time. This time is for me. I want to enjoy now. Put the beads away. No. Pick up the beads. Chant. Mala. Sincerely. Call on Krishna. Maybe it's too much for people. Huh? It's not for me. See you later. Any questions? Sorry, it's nine o'clock. It's, it's, it's Sunday, so don't be. Yes. Hare Krishna Prabhu, thank you for the wonderful class. Prabhu, you mentioned that in life we'll have many obstacles and problems. So I'd like to ask, how can we make an appetite for Krishna consciousness that we don't worry about these obstacles and problems that are coming and going? Mm. Can you say that again without the microphone? Because sometimes it's like, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in order to grow, um, this is one way to understand in spiritual life, there has to be some obstacles. Everything is so aram hena, like enjoy. We're not going to go forward to serve Krishna. Think, ha, like sit back. But if there's difficulty, oh, Krishna, like, ah. Please help me, I want to serve you. There is room for improvement. Because if there is difficulty in life, that makes us stronger. Then puts us, push forward to serve Krishna. We, we search for Krishna. That's what Krishna said, four kinds of men come to me. But in the material, generally speaking, if everything going well, we don't turn to Krishna. So we have to learn in a way that at times of difficulty we can turn to Krishna. Always, but especially. That's why Queen Kunti said, please give me more difficulty uh, so I can think of you. But we don't have to ask Krishna, please give me difficulty. It comes anyway. So, Prabhupada used to say, what is the difficulty? Lock the door, no one's going out. Better kill that guy. Class Naiwa. So it's. Prabhupada used to say, what is the difficulty? It's full of life and full of bliss here. What is the difficulty? He used to always make it so sublime. Difficulty, we bring it. There's no difficulty. We make it difficulty. There's no problem. We create the problem. During our time in the 70s, you can drink the water from a river. I remember the first time when the bottled water came. It was, wow, I like the bottle better than the water. You know, remember that? So we ruined the rivers. We, fresh air, forget it, I lived in China. You, if you breathe the air, you die, nearly. No fresh air. Delhi, no fresh air. So we destroy the earth destroy uh, uh, the forest, we put building up. So everything is already good here, what Krishna gave us. 
we are creating the problem. But spiritual life, spiritual path is perfect. But if you want something perfect, you have to work for it. The best thing. Don't think, ah, 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 and everything has just come. Krishna Prem, fall on your plate. You know, hey, you can put a machine, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, one round, machine. You have to chant the Japa. I cannot chant Japa for you. You have to do it. It's every person's life to progress in spiritual life is your responsibility. No, 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 I put the machine on. That will do 16 rounds. Like in the kitchen, the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, chanting all day and night. And after so long, you've done 16 rounds. Don't make it so easy. The labor, hard labor, is, is a sign of our devotion for Krishna, our love for Krishna. It's easy, I sit back and everything happens. That's not love. If you love someone, you have to work for them. Understand? There's so many ways you can explain that. Any more questions? One more question, otherwise locking the door. Yes. So Prabhuji, like if we don't get any um, personal instructions from our spiritual master, then like what will be our aim after initiation? Aim? Yep, if we don't get any personal instruction. What kind of instruction do you want from the spiritual master? So like, you know, like um, when we take initiation, the um, spiritual master always gives like an instruction, like maybe like page books or chant 16 rounds. So like, if we don't get one of those instructions, what would be our aim? But he's already given you the instruction to follow those principles. So you want more instructions. Is that what you mean? No, I mean like, um, here like recommendations and stuff. Uh -huh. No, the thing is, uh, we follow the four principles, no immediate eating, no intoxication, no gambling, no illicit sex. Thus the instruction of the spiritual master, chanting 16 rounds. So if you can do those things nicely, that's, that's how you please the Guru. Because that's what the spiritual master wants from us. You want deep instruction, you want Krishna Prem, love for Krishna. You have to follow those four principles first. Like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I'll give him better, something more than that. What do you want? You want to go to the top of the mountain? You have to start from the beginning, climbing. No, no, you suddenly want to be on the mountain. Lift, take the lift. No, you have to work for it. So, to get to the top of the mountain, you have to climb it. And that starts from the beginning of the, of the hill, foothill. So, you have to follow those four principles. Chanting 16 rounds, associating to it, reading Prabhupada's books. These are deep instructions. These are already uh, Guru's instructions. If you can follow those instructions nicely, then you can talk more things. If I'm a spiritual master, I'll tell you that. How well are you chanting Japa? How you improve your chanting Japa nicely? Are you following all the four principles nicely? Then when you can do those things, then I'll, I'll give you a bit more. But that is the deep, deepest thing. And suddenly, you don't go to school, I want to learn higher things. You have to start ABC. Gradually, gradually. So, some people think in our movement, oh, I'm going to another mandir. They have a, Prabhupada gave us for a simple thing. They have better. That's all nonsense. What Prabhupada gave us, have you finished reading the Srimad Bhagavatam? Page to page. Every verse in the Bhagavad Gita, by heart. 
No, 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 that's, that's not. No. What Prabhupada gave us already full. If that's lifetime of work, Prabhupada gave us. We don't have to go somewhere else. We can actually study all Prabhupada's books nicely, then you can please Prabhupada. But you need to follow the four principles to begin with. Sasgya. Any more? They have Pusharam upstairs, right? Maybe they're fasting today. Okay, thank you. Hare Krishna. Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai. Oh, you came.
Chaitanya Prabhu Nithyanand 